Welcome to the podcast Beer and People from Beer Story Brewhouse. Beer Stories is normally a YouTube channel with tips, guides and how-to videos for homebrewing, but I also do interviews with exciting people in the beer industry and these are very suited for the podcast format and you'll find them all right here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Untapped and I'm not saying that I'm using Untapped the right way, um, but I'm just saying hear me out what I've been thinking about. I've got five points that I want to, five topics I want to talk about regarding Untapped. Um, and then I have some tips in the end to actually make the use of Untapped a little bit more objective. I want to reflect a little bit about how I use Untapped uh, and also RateBeer and other uh, beer advocate and all other rating uh, websites or app for, for beer. Um, and, and it was actually because I uh, I had a couple of beers where, I mean, this is an Adam beer, uh, barrel aged uh, in bourbon uh, barrels. It's one of the best barrel aged beers I've ever had. And the rating um, is just about four on, uh, on untapped. And that, that's, and that isn't good enough. I've had uh, way worse beer than this with way higher ratings. Um, but of course, four is not bad. But this is just, this is just the perfect beer for me. So, uh, so, so I, I was a little bit uh, yeah, disappointed in my fellow untappers, if you can say that. Um, and I have more examples of this because the the winners of uh, Danish Beer Blog Awards in Denmark uh, 2023 um, was uh, oh where is it is here both the the brewery was uh, observatoried and their beer uh, is called uh, their winning beer they also won the one for best brewery and for best beer in 2023. And the beer is called Oberon. It's a wild ale. Um, I haven't actually tasted it, but I went into Untapped just to check out what the rating was. Remember, this is the best beer in Denmark in 2023. It's rated at uh, 3.9. And that just isn't fair. The best beer in Denmark being rated there. Um, I get it. Um, the brewer from Observatory, he uh, he doesn't like Untapped very much because uh, he's making wild ale, um, and he often sees people comment, "I don't like this beer; it's sour." Mm, yeah, of course it's sour. It's supposed to be sour. So, uh, yeah, if you don't like a style, should you rate it? I'm not sure, yeah. But of course, because I use Untapped to keep track on which beer I've tried, of course, which beer I liked, um, but mostly just which beer I've had. But sometimes I also use it when buying beer. I'll get I'll get to that later. But um, but for Oberon, the best beer in Denmark, 2023. That's not good enough. 
and I've got more examples. Uh, this is a goose. A goose is a, a, a German uh, eel uh, with lots of salt and it's sour. Um, and, and the rating is uh, three and a half for this one. And, uh, and that's, 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 I don't know, for the style I think it's okay. But, uh, but I got a funny one here because there was a guy here, he rated it at, um, at uh, 0 0.25, so 0 0.25. And what he wrote was just salt and lemon, a tequila shot without tequila. And he actually nailed the flavor 100%. This is what it's supposed to taste like. So if he got that, he's totally correct. But then he rated it at uh, 0.25. With that description he made, he should have rated it at 4. And I'll get back to why that is. Um, yeah, so a beer like this, in Denmark anyway, won't, won't ever get where it should be. If you look at uh, Hill Farmstead and his saisons uh, or whatever, um, they are rated top of the world, in top of the world. And uh, yeah, Observatory, I'm not sure if they're in the same league, but they actually brewed a couple of beers that are in that league. Um, he is so talented at Observatory. Uh, he's one of the best in Europe at what he does. So is it fair his beers are rated down there? I don't think so, but, uh, but yeah. So what, what I do actually is uh, I use the beer style guidelines and I, and I know that not all beers fit into a style, but uh, and not all beers should fit into a style. But this is why we actually have style guides so that we can say, oh, this beer is to style or this beer is out of style, but that's okay or whatever. Um, so I'm pro style guide. There's actually a video coming about that later. But uh, but what what you can see here is actually okay. Let, let's take a uh, goose. <laughs> you can actually see it's aromatic, limited quality. It should be uh, salty and perceived as light, clean sea breeze. This is it's a perfect style example. So you can't rate this below four. Let me show you. Here is uh, the points as uh, this is BJCP's uh, style guide and their judging sheet. Um, it's almost the same as in Danish and I've learned to use this on the Danish beer judge class course. Um, so if a beer is excellent to style, you should rate it at about four. Exemplifies style well, requires minor fine tuning. That's about 3.8. If it's up around 4.0, it's flawless. It might not be the best example or the best style of Goose, but this has no faults, so it should be rated at a 4. The average is three and a half on untapped, and it should be rated at least a four. Uh, and I actually quite like it, so maybe I should give it higher than four. So that's how I rate my beers, and I 
I've linked to uh, both this uh, sheet and uh, everything down in the description. And uh, and yeah, this is my way to be for being a little bit of objective, because uh, ratings from going from zero up to uh, up to three point up to somewhere in th in the threes. That's objective um, judgment or ratings. So we, when we get close to four and between four and five, that's where I can get subjective and come and 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 my taste, my personal preference, is going to take over my rating. But if a beer, uh, I can show you something else. I can show you a Guinness because because uh, Guinness that beer is generally rated at 3.7. It's actually not a bad rating, but this is the beer that actually defines the Irish Stout. As you can see here, according to Guinness, blah, blah, blah. And if we go down to commercial examples, we have Guinness Dry Stout right there. And Guinness, it has no flaws. It is a style guide example. It's actually where the style guide is defined from that beer. So you can't you can't rate a Guinness lower than four. It's not fair because uh, it's a perfect style example. Even though you don't like it, yeah, yeah. So that was my thought about how I rate beer. Um, I also got another example here. Uh, this is one of my beer blogger friends. He uh, made a he made a blog uh, post on uh, DanishBeerBloggers.dk uh, about his love and hate relationship to Untapped. Um, you can find him on Instagram as well. His his name is uh, or his Insta name is Hopscold Beer Guide. Um, I'll link to this down below as well. You can translate it through Google if you want. But uh, but that's a great example here. Uh, a guy rated a New England IPA, and the first thing he, he rated at uh, zero point twenty-five. The first thing he writes: "I'm not going to drink the rest. I hate IPAs, but hope the fruit will come through." It didn't. Probably not helped by the fact that it sat on top of a fridge for two years. No. No. That didn't help at all. Uh, that beer was totally ruined. Uh, IPAs after, if it's kept cold at all times, I would say uh, three to six weeks is where it starts to go, not go bad, be more boring, and then it starts to go bad. So this rating doesn't help. It doesn't help him. It doesn't help uh, the brewery. It doesn't help the beer. It doesn't help anybody he shouldn't have made that rating uh, you can actually just uh, scan the beer and then don't give it a rating and it won't affect the average if you keep it on on zero there's it's not there's nothing called zero but yeah but you get my point and then he could have written in the in the comment oh this was too old and blah blah, blah I didn't like it uh, that's fine just don't rate it. 
if you don't like a goose, don't rate it, just keep it on zero and then write your comment, oh, I didn't like this style. So if he scans it again, he can see, oh, I had this beer, I didn't like it. Yeah. So that was my thoughts about uh, a fair rating. Um, another example is Pilsners from Europe, from Germany, where the best Pilsners in the world are brewed. None of them have a rating above four. And uh, there are a lot of breweries in the US that have uh, Pilsners above four. I think the high, highest rated is uh, Poetica from uh, Hill Farmstead, rated at 4.25. But other than that, German and Czech Pilsners that define the style, that made the style, that brew it to perfection the last um, yeah, Weinstefana for a thousand years, they're rated below four. That's not fair. They brew it flawless and perfect to style. They should elite, at least like, uh, be at four and above. Um, yeah. Yeah, so just try to be a little bit more objective. Uh, use a style beer guide to learn a little bit about the styles and what they actually should taste like. And don't rate a beer if it's bad like this guy. A beer should be fresh when you rate it because uh, that's only what's fair to the brewery and the brewer. And if you're not sure if the shop where you got it, if they have stored it warm, it can actually be bad after th three weeks. Um, so know your store, know how um, how they treat their beer, how they keep their beer, how they store their beer. Um, yeah, and, and check out the, the date on the can, uh, especially for hoppy beers. If it's a beer like this one, uh, I wouldn't be afraid, but because uh, this is a yeah, 11.5% uh, Adam beer, it's a dark lager, uh, kind of a um, kind of a kind of a barley wine, but just as German style. Yeah. So and, and it's barrel aged, so I wouldn't worry about that. But but a hobby beer like this one or this one, if they weren't fresh, I wouldn't buy them. If it was cheap, I would buy it, but I wouldn't rate it. They have to be within three weeks, even if they're stored cold. Yeah. So yeah, don't rate beers that are bad, that have gone bad, because it's not fair to the brewery and. Uh, Actually, uh, Hopscot Beer Guide, he, uh, he has a great example of that too. He was at NBCC, uh, Mikulas Beer Festival in Denmark, where he tasted uh, an, uh, an hazy, a hazy IPA from Omnipolo right out of the canning line. They brought it, they canned it the day before, and it was a little green. So at the beer festival, that was the first time it hit the market. Uh, yeah, it didn't hit the market, actually. It was the first time it was served to, to other people. And it had a pretty low rating because it was kind of green. So sometimes an IPA, when it's canned, it has to rest for two weeks uh, just to let the hops settle out and become rounder and, and yeah. 
And that actually meant that that beer didn't it didn't came to Denmark. Uh, it wasn't imported to Denmark because it had it already had bad untapped ratings. So the the uh, those who import the beer they didn't want to import it because it was not a good beer. But Hopskull actually tracked it down and tasted it like six weeks later, and then it was perfect. And he rated it really high himself. Um, but that's an example of how bad ratings and bad timing can actually do, do harm to the beer market and to the brewery. Um, and that's a problem. It's a problem because ratings can affect what you actually can buy. It affects a brewery um, and maybe it's not fair. Danish breweries, uh, beers like this one and this one, if they were made, the same beer, if you just put a label on from, uh, from the US, it would have a rating one point higher. If you uh, put a European label on, it would probably have a rating about uh, 0.5 higher. But Danish people rate their beers very, very um, conservative, I think that's the right word. Uh, they're kind of waiting for that, the one beer that should be at five points. Maybe it would never come if you wait for it all the time. Um, these two I've rated five. Uh, is it the best beers I've ever had? No, it's not. I've had a lot of beers that are rated at five, but it's right up there. Great beer experiences, great beer, great brewery. brewery. Yeah, perfect. Of course, I will give them five. This one was actually better than this one. Um, yeah, even though this is a really, really hyped beer. So think about that when you rate your beer. Um, yeah. Should you be buying beer out of ratings? I don't know, should you? I do it sometimes. If, I, if I'm uh, at my local beer shop, my bottle shop, and I have two uh, beers from like, uh, let's say Monkish or uh, Rudin Branch, I only look at Untap when I have both in my hand and say, which one should I buy? This one or this one. Then I check out the ratings and see if which one other people like. But I might miss out on a good beer if I took a root branch, which I rated very high, and then compared it to, to this one. And this beer is just as good. If I were only looking at the ratings, I wouldn't buy this one because it doesn't have that good a rating. But trust me, it is fantastic. I can actually check out the rating here. It wasn't that high. Yeah, just below four. And I gave it a five. I don't get it. So yeah, I'm, 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 I do use Untap when I buy beer, but I'm not buying just out of the rating. Um, I buy new beers of yeah, both because of hype. This Verdant uh, Putty is a really hype beer, so I buy this only from the hype. I have a lot of Instagram uh, beer bloggers that I follow to get inspiration. 
but I also just sometimes go into a to a bottle shop uh, and ask uh, what's new, what's good, and sometimes I just try things as well. So yeah, I haven't got the right answer to that. I'm 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 pro con actually, but ratings really impact breweries. This is a Danish brewery. They, I think, is one of the best in Denmark. Uh, they are starting to have success in Sweden, um, but it has taken a long time. And the ratings, and, and I get it. If, if I were to import beers to sell in my country, um, and I saw the ratings were lower than many other beers that are already in my country, I'm not sure if I were, if I was uh, going to import it. But this beer is fan-freaking-tastic. So, um, so I will be missing out. And, it, and I think it, for Danish breweries, it's, uh, it kind of holds them down. Uh, they are not... They don't get the recognition that they deserve. Uh, like, like, uh, like when I talked about Observatoire before. Um, fantastic brewery, even for European and even for US standards. But they don't get any recognition for that. So, yeah. I've linked down the description to, uh, to the guidelines um, and to the score sheet and also to the, to the blog from Hopskull Beer Guide. Uh, you can get Google to translate it so you can actually read what he's saying. I think it's a really good post. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying my way of thinking about untapped is the right way. Um, all I hope is that I just make you reflect a little bit about how you use untapped or beer advocate or rate beer or whatever. Um, and maybe just, yeah, discuss it with your, with your beer friends or, or whatever, just so we yeah, just so we reflect on how we, we actually do this, so we also can help the breweries and actually maybe make some more precise, accurate ratings. I guess that was all I had to say. Um, yeah, happy, happy beer hunting out there. Thanks for listening to the podcast Beer and People from Beer Stories. Visit my YouTube channel Beer Stories for how-to videos for homebrewing, tips, tricks, guides, interviews and much more. You can also follow my blog on Instagram or Facebook or visit my website beerstories.dk